Just in time for kickoff, Hooters' famous saucy wings, delicious seafood, half-pound stack burgers, and fresh chopped salads. Hooters is honored to serve the Tampa Bay community with delicious take-home and a great place to watch the game with friends and family. Providing that famous neighborhood hospitality only Hooters can deliver. Hooters, proud sponsor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Visit OriginalHooters.com for locations near you. Thanks to Hooters for their continuing sponsorship of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast. We are Season 7. I believe this is now Episode 49. We are recording this on Thursday morning, so we will obviously skip over the still the battle of L.A. uh, between the Raiders and the Rams on Thursday night uh, because this is not likely to post until after that game is complete. And even so, you're probably not likely to be able to listen until after that game is complete. So you're on your own there, but looking ahead to Sunday and Monday games. And then remember, next week when we get into the fantasy playoffs in most season-long leagues, we have some Saturday games uh, to discuss. Uh, Thanks also to Bill Curry Ford and Brandon Legal Group for their support of seven seasons of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast. Thanks to Patrick Maher, uh, Brett's brother as I call him, for his email earlier this week. If you have questions like Patrick does uh, about your fantasy situations as it relates to this weekend to get into your fantasy playoffs, to secure a first-round bye, to win the regular season outright, uh, earn the number one seed, write.todd at yahoo.com. Please email me Monday through Saturday as I have my own teams, my own leagues, uh, and plenty to do on Sundays where I can't get to it time-sensitive. If you send something Monday through Saturday, I will be able to answer it uh, before I go to bed at the latest on Saturday night. Saturday is a golf tournament day, so it will probably be very late on Saturday night, but I'll get to it. If you email Monday through Saturday, write.todd at yahoo.com. So, I'm pulling up based on my 21st century standard scoring settings for both the foundation and the federation. Last four weeks average. So I'm going to use that um, to look at who's been hot and what it means going into this week and the significance of the week 14 buy. This isn't buy Mageddon, but for some of you, it's bad. And you saw that week 14 buy when you either drafted or picked up, but it's here now. And it could be impacting you significantly in the last week of your regular season. So in terms of, should we go overall? Let's go overall first. Last four weeks, average points. Jalen Hurts is the number one player in fantasy football the last month. Uh, He is in action uh, this week at the New York Giants in a one o'clock game. Uh, but uh, Hertz, in my scoring settings, averaging over 26 points uh, over the last month. Number one player overall in fantasy football the last month. Josh Allen has maintained being the number one overall player in fantasy football for now almost three seasons. We're just looking at the last month as a sample size. Here's where the buys start. Justin Fields, who some are even saying, the most dangerous running quarterback ever in the NFL, which also speaks to how he can't throw, how he can't read defenses, how he doesn't have the right coach. Um, 
Justin Fields, though, in fantasy terms, number two. You don't have him this week. And in one of my leagues, even in the words of one of my owners who picked him up early this season and ended up riding him as he moved up the standings, quote, without Justin Fields, due to a bye or due to that bad shoulder, I have no chance to win the league. So that owner will be without him this week. You are without him this week if you've been relying on Justin Fields the last month plus. Uh, Last month, he's been averaging over 25 points per game. Kyler Murray comes off by. He's also been injured. Um, But I think he came back the week before the bye and actually played that game. Let me take a quick look at that. Um, Yeah, 18 for 29, 191, two passing touchdowns. Um, I forget what he did on the ground. Uh, But overall, I mean, it was a very productive fantasy game at 23.97 points for Kyler Murray the last month. Actually, that sort of equates to why we're we're looking. So really, it's only one game worth. It would be a little bit lower on Kyler, but he's your last chance this week on a Monday night game uh, against the New England Patriots. Josh Jacobs has been enormous recently, so no surprise over the last month. He's overall number four and the top running back at roughly 23.5 fantasy points per game. Uh, Then we go Patrick Mahomes. Then we go Joe Burrow. Then Christian Watson. Here's where the bye comes in again. Christian Watson, who has eight touchdowns in his last four games, rushing and receiving, and has broken 100 yards receiving in two of those last four games, Not available to you in this critical week 14 as it relates to regular season, uh, playoff qualification, playoff seeding, number one seed, winning regular season, etc. That's tough. As a matter of fact, in one of my leagues, an owner has both Justin Fields and Christian Watson. So the bye week is costing him right there. Roughly 46 points projected going into this week. That's tough. Devontae Adams, number two. That just shows you how good Christian Watson has been. That Devontae Adams is number two in terms of uh, wide receivers or pass catchers the last month. Uh, Adams playing that Thursday night game. Tony Pollard, RB2. Even with the return of Ezekiel Elliott in recent weeks, Pollard just busting off 20-yard plays uh, like he plays for the Wolverines against Ohio State. Sorry to my friends from from Columbus. Uh, And no, Pollard didn't play for Michigan. I know that. He played for Memphis. The analogy is to the explosive plays. Tony Pollard averaging nearly 20 points per game the last month, and he gets the Texans uh, this week. Trevor Lawrence dealing with a bit of a foot or toe injury. has had a good last month uh, and still available in 28% of Yahoo leagues as I speak right now. Uh, if you are in need of a quarterback, Lawrence might be out there for you. Or if you've just been too resistant to bench Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence might be a better option and has been for many weeks. Uh, Samaje Pirine. This is one of the reasons why in the Federation, our league leader, has played everything right to this point. Uh, He's got to finish it to win the $1,000 from Bill Curry Ford. And he knows who he is. But he's drafted well. 
He's used waivers well. He used the supplemental draft perfectly. Granted, it was kind of a coincidence. He lost a wide receiver right before being able to grab Tyreek Hill in the supplemental draft after our first four out. But still, he's played it very well. And he picked up P. Ryan when Mixon went down after that five-touchdown performance. And P. Ryan over the last month has averaged 19 points per game. Mike White uh, up there on the quarterback board averaging nearly 15 points, uh, 19 points per game. How about this? Over the last month, Mike White has averaged more fantasy points than Josh Allen. And they face each other in another 1 o'clock Sunday game that's really good. Geno Smith right there. All right, I want to go by position. Uh, by the way, Cleveland uh, going from Brissett to Watson, not good. Brissett been averaging nearly 20 points per game the last month. Watson didn't put up very much at all uh, in his return. And he gets, um, I forget who he has this week. Let me take a look. Uh, at Cincinnati. Cleveland is Joe Burrow's kryptonite. So let's go. Quickly, running backs the last four weeks, we've talked about Jacobs 1, Pollard 2, P. Ryan 3, James Conner 4, finally healthy for Arizona, will be tougher against New England. Jonathan Taylor, week 14 by, hits you again. Been a tough run for Jonathan Taylor owners since they drafted him number one overall. First couple of weeks, great. Next month and a half, not so good. More recently, that's what I'm talking about. And then the buy hits. Uh, so Taylor goes back down in week 14. Uh, he had provided double-digit fantasy points in all four of his previous outings, but it had been descending because he didn't hit the end zone against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but uh, no Taylor available this week if you own Jonathan Taylor. That would be tough. If you miss the playoffs because Taylor's on a week 14 bye after drafting him number one overall with everything you've been through, it just shows the risk you run by investing in using your first-round pick on a running back. So often, that running back gets hurt, misses a significant amount of games. Saquon Barkley owners have been through it in the past. Christian McCaffrey owners have been through it multiple times in the past. Um, trying to think of one other good example. Nick Chubb doesn't really do that. I mean, he missed a month last year, but he still finished as an RB1. Um, but they're, they're more likely to get hurt than if you draft a pass catcher in the first round, as I've talked about in a previous podcast, which I've done the last... My last three fantasy drafts uh, drafting, other than Derrick Henry, if he's sitting there, I draft all pass catchers in the first or second round, and it's it's not failed me. Uh, Jamal Williams, amidst still talk that Swift is going to out-touch him, Williams is more productive. Over the last month, Williams is RB7. He gets the Vikings this week. Najee Harris is bubbling back up. You have a tough call there. Uh, speaking of guys you drafted probably late first round, maybe got him early second round, Najee Harris. I see him only in double-digit fantasy points in my scoring settings three out of 12 games so far this year. The last four weeks, though, the touch count. I mean, this is just rushing yards. 
35 and a touchdown, 86. In the 90-yard game, he scored two touchdowns against Cincinnati. Gets Baltimore this week. Baltimore uh, is tough against opposing running backs. But Najee Harris, the last month, the volume is there. You know, through that injury scare, still played through that. You're still checking status on him. Uh, he didn't practice on Wednesday, but you got to feel like he's going to go um, against the Ravens. Aaron Jones on by. Brian Robinson on by. Two more very productive running backs. Robinson, especially in recent weeks. Uh, Double digit, I show him as double digit fantasy points three of the last four weeks, even though he's only scored two touchdowns all year. He'd be worth playing this week, but you don't have him. Christian McCaffrey, probably an even bigger role uh, without Jimmy Garoppolo, with Brock Purdy back there uh, dealing with a, a slight injury, but you know he's going to go uh, against the Buccaneers. Then Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders. Matchup be damned, I tell you. Worry about your own house rather than who they're playing. Many fantasy analysts who overdo it on matchups, maybe because they have too much time to fill, said don't play Miles Sanders against the Titans. I still got 9.8 fantasy points out of him. That's near the double digits. It's not an explosive game, but my other options wouldn't have done much better. I played him. He got in the end zone as Philadelphia routed Tennessee. Tennessee does not beat good teams. They pound teams at 500 or worse. Philly routed them. Sanders got a touchdown uh, before Sirianni benched, basically benched most of the starters uh, to uh, put an exclamation point on the game. Devin Singletary's use is going down in recent weeks. Uh, the fantasy numbers are still good, but James Cook is getting more and more looks. This is going to be interesting going forward. Derrick Henry. Wow. We are getting to him over the last month. 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17. He's RB16. The last month. Interesting. 19 for 53, no touchdowns against Denver. 28 for 87, one touchdown against Green Bay. 17 for 38 against Cincinnati. That's a smart defensive coordinator who makes adjustments uh, within the game. And 11 for 30 against Philly in a game he was sort of game flowed out of. Uh, against Jacksonville, that should be different this week. But it hasn't been a good month for Derrick Henry owners. All right, quickly to pass catchers. And then we'll call it a podcast, and you can email me any other questions you have. Uh, Christian Watson's been number one the last month. Devontae Adams, two. Amon Ross St. Brown, just like he did last year in garbage time for the Lions, has been wide receiver, three. Justin Jefferson, four. Amon Ra, how about this? Here's another 1 o'clock Sunday game that's good. Detroit, Amon Ross St. Brown, Vikings, Justin Jefferson. Uh, C.D. Lamb. Uh, Dallas is playing at 1 o'clock on Sunday against the Texas. C.D. Lamb has been wide receiver 5 the last month. Travis Kelsey down a bit. Um, last couple of games, bad fumble uh, against the Bengals. That's also good coaching as Kelsey fights for yardage. He's not going to go down. Um, you might have a chance to rip the ball out, and they did. Uh, but Kelsey's still far and away the best tight end. Uh, but he's pass catcher 6 the last month. T. Higgins has had a very, very good year. 
Uh, he's been in double figures in five games. And even a bad game last week, three for 35, still got in the end zone. Goes up against Cleveland this week. Although we've already said Cleveland seems to have Joe Burrow's number. Uh, Tyler Lockett, can he, can he just keep it going? Christian Watson, right? Eight touchdowns the last four games. No games without a touchdown. Tyler Lockett, the last game he didn't score a touchdown was October 23rd. Now, there's a buy in there, but that's <laughs> that's still pretty amazing. Um, it's just one, but that's all you need. Double digits in his last five games. Again, Seattle, one of the most entertaining teams to watch for any reason. I hope they make the playoffs. I hope they win the division, get a home game. Uh, probably would have to go on the road in the next round, but still. I love watching the Seahawks play, and Tyler Lockett's been great to me this year. Tyreek Hill, Waddle is questionable, uh, so that might mean more for Tyreek Hill, who's been uh, one of the top 10 wide receivers uh, all, all over the last month and a top five receiver all year. Check status on Tua. Uh, but I would think Tua is going to go. Tyreek over 20 fantasy points last week. Then Stephon Diggs. Then Garrett Wilson. You know, as much as uh, there's been talk about Christian Watson, a rookie wide receiver that you have to have in your lineups the last month, Garrett Wilson is right there, too. Over the last month, uh, nearly 13 points per game, helped by Mike White getting into the lineup. Although with Zach Wilson, he still caught 8 for 92 and 6 for 115 uh, in games against New England and Buffalo. Uh, before the bye week. So yeah, Garrett Wilson. Uh, Chris Godwin's numbers have gone up as he's healthy now, running more downfield routes uh, at the expense of Mike Evans' numbers. And uh, Christian Kirk keeps getting it done. And there's Keenan Allen. If you hung on all year to Keenan Allen, he's done it for you. Actually, the last three games... If you're still sitting on Keenan Allen on the bench, you got no reason to now. Last three games, five catches for 94, five for 49 and a touchdown, six for 88 and a touchdown. So this is what you're waiting for. It took 11 weeks to get going. But if you still have Keenan Allen, you got to use him. Uh, so there we go. And Terry McLaurin would have been a guy you could play, and he's also on by this week. Individual questions at right.todd at yahoo.com. Remember, I'm on Instagram at toddwright2121 on Twitter at toddwright2121. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast presented by Hooters, Bill Curry Ford, Brandon Legal Group. Good luck. As you look ahead to the fantasy playoffs, we'll be back with you next week.